Welcome back to the Social Impact Level Up podcast. This is where we blur the lines between business, nonprofit, and impact. I'm your host, Wendy V, and I'm a social impact strategist here to help you build a successful and sustainable legacy of social change. In this week's episode, we're going to hear from a social entrepreneur who has been on a journey to change the world just like you. If you are interested in social entrepreneurship, this is the place for you. Let's jump right into this week's episode. All right, we are here and it is a social impact level up conversation with Professor Rao. I want to share an amazing and inspirational story with you coming all the way from India. We found each other on LinkedIn. We're linked through our network and I'm so glad that he reached out. He has an incredible and inspiring story to share. He also has several books that we'll get to at the end of the conversation because I want to hop right in and make sure I learn all about how he has been making an impact with his message. So Professor Rao, thank you for being here all the way from India. I'm so happy to have you. This podcast is all about social entrepreneurship and how we make a difference in the world. So the first question I wanna ask you is, how are you using your superpowers to make a difference in this world? Thank you for giving me this opportunity. And uh, uh, first of all, let me share with you the fact that I had a brainstorm for more than a year and my entire life the body was paralyzed. So mm-hmm. I am recovering. Uh, I am still recovering. So I'm using blood thinner. So I have so many challenges and uh, it's because of the positive psychology and because of my willpower and because of the power of my subconscious power uh, I am uh, uh, recovering so fast. So, uh, uh, really, this uh, uh, interview is very close to me, especially because uh, I am recovering from my brains. Mm-hmm. And so, how are you making an impact with your message that you're sharing to people about your recovery? So, I told you, no, the recovery is uh, everything is possible in this world. Never ever give up. Uh, life is great. Okay, so be positive and uh, uh, believe in yourself. And uh, uh, there are certain messages I would like to share with you, especially uh, my philosophy in life is health first, education second, and wealth third. And uh, I have other more than 50 books. One of the books titled See the Light in You. For which the Nobel laureate, His Holiness Dalai Lama has written a poor word. I should show you with the book. Uh, this is the book I am holding. Uh, for which His Holiness Dalai Lama, Nobel laureate, has uh, written a poor word for this book. And it's about uh, mindfulness, wellness, happiness, and success. That's what it says yes. in the front of the book. So those are the themes that we're talking about today, everyone. And what we can learn from Professor Rao as he has had quite a journey. And as you can hear, he had health challenges. He even was able to get Dalai Lama to write a foreword for his book, which is amazing. And I just want to say, I love your message about health being first and then education and then wealth, right? Those were the three that you gave us. So I wanted to reinforce that for you guys, health, education, and wealth. And you also said something really important. Anything is possible. And I see that in your story of recovery, you said that you've used your mindset 
and you've used mindfulness in order to recover. Can you tell us more about how you did that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. First of all, let me share with you about uh, uh, my journey uh, with uh, mindfulness. I have written a book on uh, mindfulness. And uh, I requested uh, His Holiness Dalai Lama to write a foreword. Then uh, he has uh, written the manuscript. Uh, then uh, he liked my book. Uh, then he has written a poor one for my book. Mm -hmm. So this is how the journey of what uh, with the uh, always Dalai Lama has uh, begun in my life. And uh, uh, unfortunately, I was better again and I am uh, recovering. Uh, now coming to the point of uh, wellness, we need to emphasize on uh, wellness and mindfulness in the current context, especially. Uh, after the coronavirus, things have changed. But uh, we need to emphasize more on uh, mindfulness, wellness. And, uh, when you look at corporates also, uh, they are emphasizing more on mindfulness because mm -hmm. there are so many challenges. Uh, globally, we fight uh, uh, divorces are raising, and mental illness and health, health uh, issues are raising. So we have to address all those challenges. We need to emphasis on uh, work-life balance. So there are various aspects I have covered in this book. Yeah, and it's so aligned with what I do because I tell people in order to help others, you have to live wellness first and you can't do things for others when you don't take care of yourself. And I hear in your message the same thing. It starts with you knowing yourself and your routines and what you can do to make change if you need to. And it looks like mindfulness is a tool that people can use. And I know I'm confused sometimes when you think about mindfulness, what is included in it as a concept? Like, what does it mean to be mindful? Can you say a little bit more about what's in the book? Like, what, what do you tell people about what mindfulness is and how it's beneficial to them? Okay. Uh, and you have already said some of the points. So happiness lies with uh, us, not from outside. Okay. This is one of the points I have mentioned in my book on uh, wellness. Now, coming to the wellness, wellness is very much uh, beneficial in the uh, current context and it is more relevant in the years to come because uh, so many challenges are uh, going to take place the life has become more complex. And, uh, so we need to emphasize more on uh, mindfulness in the future. So now, what we have to do is we have to emphasize on uh, living in the present. You have to be mindful and you must learn to live in the present. You should not think about the unpleasant past. Let bygones be bygones, but uh, don't worry about the future, which is which can't be predicted. So learn to live in the present. So in my case, I would like to share uh, some of the challenges. Uh, I was born in a toxic family and grew up with a toxic environment and I was not blessed with the regular education and I served in the Indian Air Force uh, that is Indian uh, military for mm -hmm. 12 years and uh, I was not blessed with the uh, regular education so I acquired uh, education through conscious learning so this is how my journey has uh, started in my life so despite having uh, so many challenges despite being a dyslexic despite uh, 
with ADHD, ADHD hyperactive disorder, despite being growing up in a, a toxic family, a toxic environment, I'm not giving up. Despite being a brain a, a survivor of a brain stroke, I'm not giving up. So what we have to emphasize is uh, we should believe in uh, ourselves and we should emphasize mindfulness and uh, uh, keep going uh, in a right direction uh, so that uh, you add value to others and learn to lead your life purpose and meaning. And I hear a lot of uh, truth in your message about living for right now rather than worrying about the future and worrying about the past. And thinking about how all of our life is so complex, there's always, you know, more social pressures, more things changing, especially after COVID. And as we're doing that, you know, we can get overwhelmed, we can feel hopeless, we might get depressed or anxious. And all of those are mental health problems that you were just saying are raising. And I think they've been raising for a few years because of isolation and so many changes you know, money pressures, all kinds of different things that people are going through, and it's exhausting. So it's great to hear someone like you, who is an expert and has put books out about this, say, hey, guys, it's not that hard. <laughs> it's pretty simple. Let's work on our work-life balance. Let's make sure we're taking care of our health. Let's make sure we get ourselves educated on the things we need to be doing to move forward as people with our intellectual wellness. And then always thinking about how do we live for our, our right now in our experience as humans. And I love all of those things because it's very aligned with what I say in my content, in my podcast, and all of my things that I put out. Because we forget and we make things overcomplicated and we fall further down that spiral <laughs> yeah, of <and> negativity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah thank you. Yeah, you rightly said. Yeah, you rightly yeah. said. So can you tell me more about what it means to just grow up in India? A lot of my audience is American and I've traveled extensively all over Africa and other countries. So I know what it means to grow up with a toxic environment in another country. But can you just say what what is it like to grow up in India for people? What did you experience? You know, were you in a big city? Were you in a rural part of India? Tell us a little bit more what it, what that experience is like. Uh, I... Uh... I, I was born in India and I served my country, that is uh, the Indian Air Force I am born. And, uh, uh, India is uh, the second uh, uh, la, 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 largest uh, populated country in the world. Uh, India is a very complex uh, country because so many religions, ethnicities and uh, uh, communities, languages, so, uh, in, uh, so India is a very unique country and a great country. So I am very proud that uh, I was born in India and it's an, uh, it's an honor to be an Indian. Uh, so India is a very comp complex country and India is uh, still growing and still uh, it takes uh, some more years for India to grow and to become a developed country. So uh, I'm very much bullish about uh, India uh, and uh, definitely India will uh, grow much faster. And also when you look at uh, some of the CEOs from India, like uh, Amazon uh, the Google CEO, Adobe CEO, uh, recently I think um, 
some of the CEOs there from India. Uh, when you look at even uh, 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 Vice President uh, of uh, uh, America, she's origin of uh, uh, India. So like that, you know, India is growing. India is a very complex country, but a unique country. And, uh, we believe in uh, unity and diversity. So India is uh, really an amazing country, but we have so many challenges. And uh, it takes uh, a lot of time for us to overcome the challenges uh, to grow as a, a, a developed country, a country in the in the near time. And it's so, well, I want to travel to India, so maybe one day we'll meet in person. <laughs> but I love the idea of spirituality and daily life and um, commerce and business and all of those things that I enjoy talking about are, are actually really big in India. Because oh, I'm a Reiki practitioner, so I love energy healing. I love all of those types of things. And uh, India has a lot to offer in all of those spaces of spirituality. So I want to go and visit. And I think um, what you said about it taking generations for, for countries to move forward is very true. But India is one of the oldest cult I mean, cultured place where all the civilizations have met on trade routes. It's like way longer than a lot of us can even fathom. India has been a populated a ge geographic area. But because it was the middle of everything, and as you said, there's so much of an eclectic um, set of cultures, languages, and religious beliefs that yeah. it, it almost makes it difficult to operate, um, to move everybody together in a way because you do have so many things that could clash or that have historically yeah. clashed. And in order to, to develop, you have to kind of have this collective idea of where you're going. And so I hope that people like you are able to be thought leaders in what that looks like. Now, let me add uh, one more point. Uh, uh, India emphasizes on uh, universal because Mahatma Gandhi was born in, in India. And uh, we follow we follow the ideals of uh, uh, nonviolence and peace, and uh, we believe in uh, we emphasize universal brotherhood. And uh, yoga is very famous in the world, and uh, yoga is nowhere connected with any particular religion. So people have a myth that uh, yoga is uh, connected with one particular religion. The fact is that yoga is no way connected with any particular religion. Anyone can do yoga and yoga is widely respected across the world. Yeah, yoga is a great practice. I practice the motion part of yoga, but people don't realize oh. that there's so much other parts of yoga that include yeah, you know, yeah. meditation and other things. And yeah. I um, and there's different forms of yoga even I've learned in documentaries. And so, yeah, you know, I've um, I've been following the yoga movement for a while, but I think it's one, one of the things that mainstream has caught yeah. on as an exercise <laughs> rather than that a set of practices or a lifestyle. But Indians practice yoga in a completely different way. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think people realize that. <laughs> no, no. Yoga is uh, widely practiced, and uh, even when you look at uh, Buddhism, it started from Hinduism. And uh, but again, don't let us not get confused with uh, yoga with uh, other uh, religions. Yoga is widely practiced, and people uh, are practicing irrespective of uh, countries, irrespective of religions. 
So yoga is the key, which is the key, uh, and it is very much uh, essential not only today in the near future. And there is more emphasis on uh, uh, yoga, uh, which is again uh, related to this mindfulness and wellness. I was just gonna say, yoga is a great way if you are confused about how to be in the moment. Yoga as a physical practice has very much helped me be in the moment because the physical and mental connection and the breathing are very relaxing, but also yeah. can be very strenuous depending on what you're doing. And when you're either relaxing or strained, you don't really yeah. want to th think about anything else. <laughs> yeah, 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 gotta, gotta. You're there in the moment. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We live in the present. Yeah, it's yeah. that you're, you're encouraged to be in the present. Otherwise, you might yeah, fall. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, and I love the balance aspects and all the things of the physical part, but I have very much practiced more in meditation to calm the mind and to be yeah. in a state to receive all of the blessings and things, the ideas, all of the things that need to come to you. Because when you're thinking too much, your mind keeps going. You may be great at producing, but you're maybe not so great at receiving. So as you've been healing, what are the, some of the changes you've had to make to heal in order to get to where you are today? Because you obviously, I mean, if you hadn't told me, I wouldn't have any idea that you had any health challenges. But if, if you could tell anyone um, what were the major changes that you made, like maybe one you could recommend if someone is struggling with a physical health challenge. Uh, there are uh, various aspects of uh, yoga, and uh, let me share with you. Uh, we also do meditation, and we are having uh, underwater uh, meditation. An individual can go uh, go inside the water for a few seconds, then again he come to the top. So uh, we have wow. Uh, this is water meditation. And, uh, it was practice the epic yeah, i think uh, like when he called uh, was there he was uh, he believed in this uh, underwater meditation wow he, 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 he went uh, he went uh, beneath the water but then uh, he, he he suspended his uh, activities for a few for a few few moments then again it came over the uh, water so this is known as a underwater meditation which is very unique they account to the people follow this concept known as underwater meditation which is very unique I'm going to google it after yeah, yeah. I want to see what it looks like <laughs> underwater uh, meditation so it so was you founded by yourself. You you did it? No, no, no. I okay. didn't do it. But <laughs> but since I am a swimmer, uh, so oh. I did. But I I got to do it for a very long time. I just do it. Oh, so for you did years. try it, but not for right. a long, long, long time. No, no, uh, long. It's not possible for me. Uh, <laughs> Even so for I'm a telling... swimmer, it's hard. Huh? Even for me? a swimmer, it's hard. I I was a swimmer. But uh, I have some limitations. I can't uh, suspend uh, uh, oh, my breath for a yeah. long time. So that was a challenge for uh, my for, the physical for me. But there are some people they go below the water and uh, follow this under underwater meditation for a very long time, which See, is I, not possible for me. 
I, it's not possible for me either. I'm afraid of water in my face. I don't, I, have, I don't even know what the fear is called, the technical fear, but I don't like water in my face. So oh, yeah. I, I like to swim with my head above water. Come on, well, it's been yeah, wonderful um, hearing great. from you. And I'm so excited you told me about this new thing. I'm going to Google it. So if you haven't heard of this before, it's called underwater meditation. And, um, and Professor Rao has, is, is, has tried it. So you know it works. <laughs> but maybe not for long. Because, uh, because I, I, I'm a swimmer. Of course, I'm not swimming for more than one and a half year because, because the brain and, uh, and uh, other uh, health issues. Uh, so hopefully once I'm back to feet and back to the track, uh, I will start uh, 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 swimming. Because swimming is also good to, to overcome uh, the paralysis and other uh, things. So, so I, hopefully yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get back to the feet, then I'll start uh, swimming. I don't remember one American, I don't uh, recall uh, that uh, one American president, he, his body was paralyzed. I forgot his name. Oh, I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, but uh, he was weak. I can't recollect right now because uh, of uh, the health issues. He was... Uh, President of America, I you you was oh I mean how oh yeah yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I was like which uh, one are you yeah, talking about? Now I found it. Yeah, uh, because I I I rent his biography also. So so many I rent uh, the so many biographies in my lifetime. I'm 15 years old. I'm a continuous learning right from birth to till date. Still, I'm reading. I read thousands of books during my lifetime. Okay, so especially, uh, uh, let me share with you that Abraham Lincoln has been my inspiration since my childhood. I love yeah. Abraham Lincoln. Me too. I, one of my really? first books was a, a children's book about Abraham Lincoln. I know what team of rivals, team of rivals, very, very good book. Based on that, you know, Abraham, Abraham Lincoln's biopic has been made, you know. Yeah. And it was a, a Hollywood movie. So I, went, I live in Maryland, which is uh, in the middle of the United States on the East Coast. And uh -huh. the hour for me is Gettysburg. And so you can go to where he gave the Gettysburg address. It's only an hour away. So every time I go there, I am always in awe of <laughs> President Lincoln and, and the whole thing. And I think um, I love that you, you said, you know, you read a ton of books. You keep physically active. You meditate. You still try to push your body to, to make sure you're getting back into your recovery. So if people are recovering from physical illness or even mental illness, things that they're recovering from, these are the mindfulness practices. They're not all under the mindfulness umbrella, but if you yeah. do them in a way that is mindful, you are bringing um, the wellness into your own life, particularly looking at you know books and other stories to inspire you to keep moving forward on your journey. And I think I hear in you, you, you read these books and you are inspired to keep moving forward. So I love, I love your message. Do you want to, speaking of books, pull up your book again so people can see it. Can you tell us where they can find your book online and where they can find you online? Uh, I'm available online. Uh, my books are available on uh, various social media platforms, especially on the Amazon. Uh, they put my name of Professor M. S. Rao. They can find uh, my books. I have published 50 books. And uh, this book is very close to my heart. Uh, this, uh, you have seen it, right? Yes, uh, see uh, the light in the light in uh, He's always the 
this is uh, one of the most favorite books in my lifetime. And uh, so I'm aware of on Amazon. And uh, I have two YouTube channels. I keep sharing my knowledge freely with the world. So, uh, uh, this is how I am uh, leading my life, despite having uh, mental challenges, physical challenges, and financial challenges. I'm not giving up. And I'm very happy with my life the way I am leading, despite uh, so many challenges. Uh, because one has to be happy with what they have. At the same time, they should claim uh, their best to add value to others and make a difference in the lives of others. Oh, I love that. It is so aligned with my message. I always tell folks, you have to take care of yourself so you can take care of others. You can continue to make an impact and inspire others to change their lives and make an impact as well. So it sounds like you are on the train with me and I know I met you on LinkedIn. So folks can find you on YouTube. They can find you on LinkedIn. They can find you on Amazon. So these are major platforms. If you like what you heard, today from Professor Rao. Please find him on one of these platforms besides here on the Social Impact Level Up podcast. So our podcast is all for social entrepreneurs who are trying to change the world. And I just want to thank you so much, Professor Rao, for being here with us, for sharing your message. Don't forget, what were the three words you said? It was your uh, wellness, health, health, health education, health and wealth the third. So there you go, folks. <laughs> this is the message uh, from my book is Health First, Education Second, and the Wealth Third. If you are looking, so people are usually looking for the wealth, <laughs> and they think <laughs> they can get that that's the first. So they get, they get wealth, wealth. Then, then they compromise their health and other things. So right? They do, yeah. They can do it wrong. <laughs> when you're healthy, when you're healthy, then you'll be wealthy. Yes. And I, and you have, in order to educate, um, in order to be wealthy, you have to educate yourself throughout the process. And you have yeah, to. Yeah, you said, you said, yeah, that's where the first health bus, education second, and wealth. Okay. Yes. Oh my the gosh. Education is, the, education is the weapon in this world. Okay. We are having education. You can conquer the world. Education and character are very important. They are the pillars of uh, life. So this is my message to everyone. Character and education, both are very much essential in life uh, so that you can lead your life peacefully, happily, and mind. Yes. Oh, yes. I love it. Well, thank you for wrapping the episode up. I really appreciate you being here today. This is the Social Impact Level of Podcast, and this has been a very special episode, part of our season two, where we are talking to people who are making an impact in this world. And I just want to thank you so much for taking the time all the way from India to be here with us today. Thank you for everything that you do. And I hope that you keep making an impact just like Professor Rao is. Thank you very much for this wonderful opportunity. Namaste. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Social Impact Level Up podcast. It's been awesome to interview today's guests, and I hope that you leave inspired to take action. If you're looking for any of the information we spoke about, it's probably down in the show notes. Make sure that you're checking them out and you're clicking on any of the links that seem exciting to you. If you are looking for a coach or a consultant to help you with your social impact or your sustainability, reach out to me via my website, hop on my email list, or jump into one of my programs. All of the links are below. 
So excited to have you as part of the collective. Make sure that you come back and join us for another episode next week.